You are listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I'm a general dentist, a practice owner, and a certified life coach. I teach women who own dental practices to lead with intention and literally fall in love with their businesses. Keep listening and you will see how learning to love your practice turns into loving your life too. Hello and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Love Your Practice. Today I am interviewing another client of mine, Dr. Ashley Izadi, who has had some wonderful results from being in our mastermind for six months. She says some really insightful things in this interview, and maybe she compliments me a little bit, which I don't mind. (laughs) But mostly this interview is for anyone who's thinking about a transformation, thinking maybe they want to improve things at their practice or in their lives. Let's listen in as she describes her journey through coaching. Thanks, ladies. We'll see you on the other side. Okay, I would like to welcome to our podcast, Dr. Ashley Azadi. Ashley, thank you so much for joining us today. Laura, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me on your podcast. It's been such a pleasure getting to know you, and I've had such a good time sort of watching your awareness and um, your um, your intentionality increase and watch the stress go down and and the enjoyment go up. And so I invited you to come on here because you've had such a good experience. I thought it might be, I thought it might be nice for you to share with others so that if there's anyone else who's thinking, maybe they, they need this, they can um, think about your experience. So tell us a little bit about you, like, where are you from? What's your background? Tell us about your practice and your family. Just give us a little snippet of you. (laughs) Okay, so um, I am a Baltimore native. I grew up in Baltimore, Maryland and did all of my education here. I went to um, college here and then to University of Maryland Dental School. And then I did two years at the AGD residency. Mm-hmm. And um, when I finished school, I stayed on to teach for a little bit and then got really busy in private practice and eventually uh, bought my own practice with my husband in 2012. And at that point, we have uh, we had twins that were about uh, six months old when we bought the practice. I don't know how you so. did that. <laughs> but so, wasn't your husband still busy doing other stuff? Yeah, like, so he would do stereo cross. Yep, yep, yep. So it hasn't, you know, we always say we just do everything at once. We just right. dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> so you had so, twins and um, a third and, baby, which was the practice. Yes, third baby, which is a practice. And we have two fur babies. We have a Pitbull Rescue and our newest addition, um, little Ariana Grande. <laughs> it's a cute little Yorkie. <laughs> That's who I see sometimes yeah, sitting on your lap while you're like in the mastermind yes. while you're driving, right? Yes, yes. She's awesome. <laughs> I love that. You're like triple tasking. You're taking care of your dog, driving to the next thing and learning <laughs> about yourself at the same time. Exactly. It's fun. Yeah. That's good. So how big is your practice now? It's grown pretty big, hasn't it, since 2012? Yeah, so I would say we have about um, 11 ops and we have over 20 staff members right now. Mm -hmm. So um, it's a really fun and lively place. We have an amazing team culture and uh, we just focus so much on the patient experience, but Mm -hmm. it all starts with having a positive team culture. So everyone's highly trained, everyone communicates 
well and um, we really put everything we have into our practice. And just as a side note, and maybe like a little compliment to you, I'm super curious about how you do your hygiene. Cause I've never met anyone who's like, I put my best assistant with the hygienist and we do sort of like assisted hygiene and where the assistant talks to the patients about treatment plans and does the imaging. And I put my very best person there and I'm like, Ooh, I want to see how that works. Yeah, it's awesome. We just added to our hygiene assistant team and we just did a really big training yesterday um, on, on the flow and how to educate patients and scanning and all of the above. So it's really exciting. And they love it too, because they're educated and they can share with the patients. And For sure. And yeah. you, you scan your hygiene patients, right? Yes. Yeah. And that's the way we can tell a lot of clear aligner ortho in that. Yes. Way. Yes, we do. You could probably teach a class on that just in case you get bored and you need more things to do. <laughs> it's something that might be coming up soon, actually. So stay tuned. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, I'll be, I'll be your student when you do that. So anyway, going back to you and your, your journey through coaching, do you remember how you first found out that there was a dentist life coach that you could sign up with? That is really cool. I will tell you, um, I was in the process of looking for my, for a coach mm -hmm. and, um, and I found you and I found you through your podcast mm -hmm. and I immediately liked you. You were cute and you were quirky and, um, smart and driven. And so, um, we met and, and it was now that I think back to our initial conversation, I mean, I am just a different person now. Really? That was just a completely, when you checked in with me, like our conversation would be completely different now if I was coming to you. So mm -hmm. definitely been a big transformation. So what was going on with you back then? Like, why did you want to coach? What were you trying to improve? What was your practice like? I mean, it was already busy, right? Yeah, I think, um, you know, everything with COVID was really transforming me. And I, for the first time, was having thoughts that I've never had before and I couldn't identify with that. And then I was judging myself on my thoughts and these beliefs that I had. And um, it was a really hard place to be. It was a very confusing place to be. And so, um, you know, I think that that can sometimes hold us back from living the life we want to live and having the practice we want to have. So um, I've always loved my practice and it's always been my baby and I've always given it 110% or more. Um, but now I see things completely differently. It's like I have a different set of glasses on. Give me an example of what you mean by how you were judging yourself with your thoughts. Like you were telling yourself you shouldn't be thinking something or. Exactly. Or like you shouldn't. <laughs> feeling sad about this or, um, you know, I think it was a lot of sadness, you know, my team was struggling, um, cause life problems are still happening. And then COVID on top of that, and everyone was in such a fragile state. So a lot of empathy for my team. Um, I think, and then also, I think that coupled with everything else that was happening just in our world, um, it was, it was a lot going on. And then I would should on myself. And, <laughs> and what is that? Just for the listeners, what does that mean you should on yourself? 
So that's when you start telling yourself, I should have done this. I should have thought that. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now what I'm able to do is I'm okay with those sad thoughts. I'm okay with sitting down and looking at it and sitting in that, in that sadness Mm -hmm. um, and understanding it. Mm -hmm. And then when you understand it and you understand why you're feeling that way, then that's okay. And then you know that there's a way out. Yeah. And then when the time is right, you know, you like, I have the skills now to work through pretty much any situation, any thought that I'm having, any belief that I have and really taking control of my emotions. Yeah. Your awareness is like, I mean, starting from the beginning and you did all the homework, you know, you, you did the work that's required on your personal end where you have to say to yourself, what am I thinking right now? What am I feeling? And how do I want to feel and understanding the journey to get to where you want to feel? Exactly. Exactly. And then that's how you get to, now you said you already already loved your practice, but this is how we get to loving where we are. Yes. Not hating it, but being like, this is okay. This is where I'm at. And it's beautiful. I agree. I think the acceptance piece Mm -hmm. um, has been huge. And as uh, you know, we are a group of highly driven, you know, mostly type A women. And (laughs) we have really high expectations of ourselves and the people in our lives and our practices. Um, And I feel like the acceptance of, okay, maybe I'm not where I want to be with, with the staff member or with a process or, you know, anything like that. But you know that you can identify, you know, accept where you are, be Mm -hmm. sad that you're in that place or however, you know, you process things, Um, but then know where you want to be, how you want to feel about it, and then be able to really embrace the journey to get there. Mm -hmm. Now you mentioned that we're a group of like type A ladies. (laughs) And I'm just wondering if you can tell the listeners, what's it like to meet once a week with a bunch of women who own dental practices? It's wonderful. It's awesome. So I think there's so much just common struggles and so many common thoughts and so many common feelings. Mm -hmm. And I think what's really valuable for me is seeing that other people feel the same way about certain things. (laughs) And so you're like, okay, I'm not the only one that's struggling with this right now. And again, you know, shitting on yourself is something that a lot of people do. So I think that raising my awareness to see how other people are judging themselves helps Mm -hmm. me to be more conscious and evaluate how I'm thinking um, and moving through something. But it's awesome. We have a great sense of community. Um, We really get to know each other. We get to know each other's practices. And I think also, you know, I think it's normal as humans to think that the green is grass. Oh, so oh, she has a large practice. I want a large practice, you know? And, and then I look at people that have smaller practices and I'm like, oh, that must be so nice, you know? But then I see that they have other struggles and they're dependent on certain things. So just, I think the acceptance is huge. I think the community is huge. And I think just knowing that you have people to support you, you know, we have the Facebook group and a WhatsApp chat. And I feel like that's a wonderful way to support each other and continue to connect, you know, in between the sessions that are weekly. Right. And, and just so anyone who's listening, sometimes the mastermind participants check in with me on asynchronous video chat. They've got something going on. They can talk to me privately anytime they need to. 
And then of course we have our community too, but I just, you know, I used to do all these one-on-one -on -one coachings and I was like, all these women are going through the same thing and they need each other. Yeah. So I'm, I mean, I'm the facilitator, but you all are creating the, the mastermind process that we, that we have and the support that you give each other and the, the similarity that you find so that you realize that you're not alone is yeah. something that I couldn't give to you if you were, if we were one-on-one. -on -one. Exactly. Yeah. It's wonderful. It really is great. And I do love our uh, Marco Polos. I love that you're available on the Marco Polo and that, you know, we just get to connect one-on-one -on -one like that. That's really great. Yeah. Cause sometimes you have something pop up between meetings or, or the meeting was full of mastermind material that we were working on, but you still have this one employee that you need to talk about or something. And, and just having that access there, I think is like an extra bonus. You know, I want to share this. I, one thing that I really appreciate about you and the way that you lead the meetings is that you always meet us where we are. So you always come in with a plan, but if someone's really struggling, you'll spend the time to um, work through the model, which is what you teach us. And um, I don't know, I think it's a really wonderful gift to be able to offer and that people truly get vulnerable and open up and then that allows us to think and reevaluate and connect and have that common understanding. So I love that you meet us where we are. I think that's wonderful. Well, I'm happy to do it because I just really get a thrill from helping, you know, and I don't know about you, but before I was ever in group coaching, I was like, well, it'll never be my turn. But then when I was in group coaching, I was like, oh, when other people are getting coached, I'm learning at least as much as the person who's talking. And yeah. I'm very grateful for their vulnerability. Yes. Agree. That too. Okay. So exciting. It really is. <laughs> yeah. So tell me now that you've been in this program for um, about six months, yeah. you've been doing this work investing in understanding your mind and your feelings and stuff like that. I'd like to know what's changed for you in your practice and in your personal life. How have things changed? That's a great question. So, um, you know, things are a lot the same and a lot different, I would say. Mm -hmm. um, I think that now I have the ability to pause and truly look at the situation by removing myself from it and really looking at things objectively. Um, and so, and I kind of take that through all facets of my life and we've learned so many valuable lessons. Um, and I think one of the most amazing lessons for me was um, when we learned about the manual and um, how we have these manuals for everything in our life, even inanimate objects, even our husbands, even our dogs probably. And so um, for me, I think that that was one of the best conversations that we had. Uh, but I love our conversation about time that we're doing now. And, you know, we did a section on money that was also, so it's really touching every aspect of my life. And that is actually really freeing and very exciting just to have that liberation in my thoughts, in my beliefs, and um, just the way that I see situations. So it's great. And I'm teaching my kids too, which is great. Oh, yes. I love being able to teach this stuff to my kids. But just for anyone who hasn't been through the lessons before, 
How would you describe to a friend what the manual is? So the manual is an expectation or a list of expectations that we have. So for example, when we um, get in our car in the morning, our expectation or manual for our car is that it's going to start, maybe it's going to warm our buns, but it's going to get us to work, it's going to get us to take the kids to school. Um, and then we have uh, manuals for people in our life too. So, you know, whatever that might be and whoever that might be, you know, it could be your mom, it could be your husband, it could be your sister. And, um, and I think for that, you realize that you have these unspoken rules in your head for the things you wish they do for you or how they approach you. And then you realize that's all in your head and they don't even know that you have these expectations. They don't so, know. They have no idea. have no and idea. Have this unspoken expectation that once they obey these manuals that we're going to feel a certain way because we're misattributing our feelings, our dependency of our feelings on their actions. But we find out that our feelings are actually from within ourselves. Exactly. Regardless of what the people or the inanimate objects do or our practice, because we talked about how we have manuals for our practice. <laughs> exactly. And that is so liberating. Once you realize that you don't need to have expectations for anyone. And also, if you do, then you need to voice it and let them know. And as Brene Brown says, paint it done. Let them know exactly what you need and when you need it by. Yeah. Clear is kind. Let's Very make sure kind. it's out there. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's great. I'm so glad that that's changed your life. It changed mine. I mean, like if I had to change name one principle that's made a bigger difference for me, it's that one, because that's when I took responsibility for my own feelings. Agreed. Agreed. And I'll tell you another thing that's happened to me by doing the work is, um, you know, I used to do a lot of models. And so the model is what you teach us in terms of like, how we're thinking, what we're feeling, what our action is, and um, you know what our power is at the end of it. Mm -hmm. And um, initially, I was doing a lot of models all the time because you recommend that we do it based on like one situation at a time, one fact at a time. Mm -hmm. So it's very clear. And um, I used to do a lot of models, and now I can start with one, mm -hmm. and realize I don't even need to do the rest because I'm like checking myself. I'm like, oh okay, I just need to shift this, you know, and it all comes together beautifully. So yes. Awesome. And usually what we're shifting is what we're thinking in our minds, how we're looking at a certain situation or effect. The power of thought is mind blowing. It's amazing. It sounds so bougie bougie, but it's so true. Yeah. You can change how you're looking at something and everything else cascades after that. Exactly. And I will say, I think initially I did struggle a little bit um, with that because I am very factual, you know, I'm a scientist and, you know, to just say, oh, I'm going to take control of my thoughts. It seems very bizarre, but it's actually so powerful and empowering. Mm -hmm. And now I'm teaching my children this at the age of 10. And I'm just like, you guys are going to have awesome lives because you're going to realize that just because Johnny didn't want to play with you on the playground has nothing to do with you, you know, or whatever it might be. So it's yeah. great. Yeah. I wish we could teach it to every child in elementary school, or wouldn't it have been nice if someone just took like 10 minutes to explain that at the beginning of dental school, so that we weren't <laughs> training ourselves to be ashamed all the time and to 
and to not be aware of the fact that we were telling ourselves we were terrible exactly. <laughs> and turning that into thought habits. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> okay. What, what would you say to someone who's listening to this and, and is like, well, maybe I should join the mastermind. I mean, what would you say like to help her sort of work out the details or, or the, the pros and cons? Do you have any advice for her? Honestly, I feel like everybody would benefit from this. I truly, truly believe that. Um, I mean, unless someone has already done their work, I just feel like jump in, give it a try, see what you can learn from it and give it, you know, a good couple of months so you can allow yourself to make those different neural pathway connections and truly allow it to become integrated into how you think. But that doesn't mean that I'm always like calm and collected and I can work through every situation clearly immediately, but I know that I can get through it and I don't need to, I don't need to reach out for support all the time. And that's really empowering. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I'm the one who's over here trying to get people to join. Right. So maybe I'm biased, <laughs> but like everybody needs to know this stuff. And especially if you own a dental practice. If you've got a human brain and you own a dental practice, you've got a special um, recipe for crazy and, and I can help <laughs> like pick that apart so that we can enjoy our journey as we go. You know, I, I see that and I see that with the women in the group, you know, the newcomers, the way that they process situations versus the people that have been with you for longer than me. And, um, and it's so beautiful having this melting pot and really being able to learn from everyone and see how far you've come too. So that's also really exciting. Yeah. I like to use the word melting pot. I feel like, like I just feel every time I look at your guys' faces, I feel so proud that we get different levels of awareness, but also it's such a diverse group and it makes me feel, I don't know, just like, I don't know. Proud. Yeah. Yeah. It's a diverse group. And also I love that we motivate each other to learn the new thing or try to try something different, you know, whether it's in life or the practice. So yeah. Or take more time off or like yeah. we were just talking before we started about how I like to, like, if I have a problem, I'll be like, how can I solve this problem with money? <laughs> you know, <laughs> and just like learning from each other about ways to make our lives easier. Yeah. So I have to tell you this, it'll make you really proud. So um, we're in a, um, we are in a time um, study curriculum. I don't know what you would call it. <laughs> in the middle of a unit on time. In the middle of a unit on time. Thank you. And um, one of the things that we've talked about so far is going ahead and booking our vacations. And so my husband and I had a CEO meeting yesterday mm -hmm. and we planned out all of our vacations for the rest of the year. And I am blown. Like my mind is just blown. I'm like, who am I right now? I'm living my life with intention. And I, that's another thing I wanted to share. I really want this message to come out is that I feel so much more intentional in my life. I'm not there yet. So <laughs> I still have a ways to go, but I am, I'm leading with intention. I am leading my coworkers, leading my family. I am leading myself with intention and focus on what, what I want and what I want to do and how I want to spend my time. And, um, that's been really, really powerful. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. I'm just like, 
really, really, really proud of you and us that we're doing it. You know? Thank you. Agreed. Is there anything else you want to say? This has been a really great conversation, but is there anything else that's like burning inside you you want to share or ask or anything? Thank you. No, I just want people to reach out. I want them to connect with you. I want them to join one of our group sessions and just see how awesome it is and, um, and just raise, you know, your happiness in life and take control of your thoughts because that really, our thoughts lead to our emotions and our feelings. And so once you realize that, then it just, your, your mind stays on this. Um, and I don't want this to sound too woo woo, but you, but this is another thing that we learn is that when you think in a positive way, when you lead with a grateful heart, when you lead with love, you see more of it, you feel more of it. And then your actions and your choices show that to everyone that's in your life, especially yourself. You just get to enjoy your journey a lot more. You're in the yeah. same exact situation, still on a practice, you still have the same employees and the patients, but you're walking through here going, this is amazing. Yeah. Instead of being pulled down by your brain's automatic tendency to be negative for its own purposes. You know, we can't be mad at our brain for doing that, but, yes. but we can rise above it too. Yes. Yeah. So if anyone's listening to this and they're like, oh my gosh, I think I need more of this. Um, in the show notes is a link to my next free webinar. It's called how to love your practice by changing only one thing. And that's going to be a prelude to opening up our enrollment, which only happens about three times a year is all I'm going to be doing. And it's going to be opening for a mid-October start date. So if you're hearing this right now and you're like, this is me, click it, go to loveyourpractice.net and go to the podcast section you'll find or the mastermind section, you'll find a, a spot to, um, to register for the webinar. Dr. Ashley Azadi, thank you so much for, again, for joining us. This has been awesome. And um, just, I'm so proud of you. Good job. Thank you, Lara. Thank you. And if anyone has any questions, I would be happy to help answer any questions that anyone might have. That's great. How do you want them to contact you if they have questions? You guys can contact me on Instagram. My handle is at Dr. Ashley Azadi, D-R-A-S-H-L-E-Y-I-Z-A-D-I. And I'd be happy to answer any question, jump on a call, whatever you need, because ladies, this is life-changing. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, why don't you follow her anyway? I'll put it in the show notes because she has really funny little um, videos she does on Instagram. <laughs> so you should probably be watching it anyway. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. All right. Thanks again for being on the program. And we will, Thanks. I will talk to you at the next mastermind session. I'll see you soon. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to Love Your Practice with Dr. Laura Mock. I would love to meet you. To join our movement, find the Facebook group called Love Your Practice and request to join. If you can't find it, just send me a message and I'll add you. You'll find me there helping all of my ladies to fall in love with their businesses and have a better life.